see, we had an yeah, ep- yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it not episode six on that that would be broke uh, that would be released like? But no, no, it is episode. Oh, five. really? I'm going. I on my notes say six. Yeah, um, po- probably because you. We did a lot of trials. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello, folks. Welcome along to the THC podcast, and it apparently it's episode seven. Um, my notes will refer to episode six, um, but we'll just go along with that and see how it goes. How is everybody getting on? How are you enjoying the podcast? And ha- you know, how's the week going? It's been yes, we've been off the air for a couple of weeks now. It's two weeks, but you know, the content—it's there. It's there. You just got to sit and wait for it, and it comes. Mm-hmm. It was so much content that like we had there last week, so I did. I just felt we needed to. Um, sit on it. Sit on it. Amuse about it, Gus. Yeah. Muse. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so, uh, on a note, um, welcome to our listener, our U- second Utah listener. Ontario, I would have said. Oh, y- Ontario, Utah. Is that correct? I'm no statesman. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we've got another listener in the States. That's great. Anyway, it's great to have And we've a hundred plays. We're over a hundred plays. We're oh, that, uh, I'm dizzy. We're we're into somewhere around 120 now. Wow! I know it's chaos out. Wow! Well, I'd say chaos. JRE is up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say this crisis talks. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a few nice things, Gus. I have a few bits and pieces. Will we get started? Will we just dive in? Just go for it. Will we? Just go for it. Close your eyes. Wh- where's McClaxon, Gus? Where's McClaxon? I oh need McClaxon. Yeah. You know, because it's because guess what? It's Tesla watch. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> Tez has been on the radio again, Gus. Yes, I heard. I heard. Um, he's 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 shortchanged. He, the pockets are shallow. He's looking for a few books. Yeah, tell me. So, um, in the means to be, be ahead of that, which I thought was interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing about the uh, he's looking, he's doing a two million uh, two billion dollar uh, fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was interesting about that was he did an offering in May 2019. I think we talked about that. Uh, where he raised about 260 billion dollars um, and only two weeks ago um, back around the early part of Feb he was saying he didn't need any more money it was grand I, I remember that he was paying yeah. the bills yeah I do remember that because yeah she got all the orders for the fake truck he did so the mortgage was up to date yeah. the family holiday was booked yeah the overdraft was clear but uh so yeah, then then he came back to the trap. Then he said, "You know what? Give us two bill, and I'll yeah. just I'll be ready. I'll be I'll be set." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I won't need to come here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's looking for two billion dollars, um, and I think he's offering them at seven hundred and eighty dollars a share. The last time, um, actually, d- I was just looking today, and uh, the shares were standing at eight ninety nine, eight hundred ninety nine dollars mm. a piece. But uh, in other news, though, he's doing the we we we, we looked at it briefly. I think on the recall. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so he's recalling 15,000 Model X, built before 2016, with a power steering issue. And uh, what's, what's, what's interesting about that is the Model S now that's coming up for the recall also has a power steering issue. Interesting. The same problem. And have they o- used all the same components? Yes. Excessive corrosion, corrosion on bolts con- uh, con- connecting the power steering rack to the power steering motor. Uh, same problem on the Model S. Yeah. So... Um, many, many... 15,000 Model X's was the first recall in 16, and then the Model S is on for recall, so I don't really know how many there are. Yeah. Um, but they're feckin I see them around a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, really particularly. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've really noticed them. They're all glass. They're glass. 
the last six months. Mm. Um, just, just crawling. When I was looking at this, I, 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 you might when you were doing a bit of look. When I was looking around on this, a few comments about what Tesla is, and a lot of kind of um, stocky kind of guys are calling it a battery manufacturer who happen to make cars, a battery and energy manufacturer. You know that that's not a bad uh, description because uh, bear in mind they're working on these solar panels as well. Um, the and the so they're not in fact solar panels; they're solar tiles. So you tile your roof with the with solar tiles rather than conventional uh, tiles, if you know what I mean. So your roof is now basically a power pack. Wow. Um, they've been knocking about that now for a while. I've, I've noticed a fair bit of that in the news. That's that's. Um, and I, as far as I know, they're they're manufacturing them now. Um, Do you know what? And that's just that's, that's common sense. Like, I know. You know. It's freaking is like it's just it makes so much sense. Like you know, whole and span of space mm. there mm. but in when we were driving around the other day you were admiring the solar panels and some of the bit on the new yeah, houses I, w I, w I was saying i w wasn't admiring them i was simply saying it was nice to see them but That's admiration the gus but on the same hand <laughs> i was i was saying to myself um that they're quite small um but is that a through evolution of technology i don't know that's like that like that's only a backup that's not powering the house they're not powering the house they need water that's probably what they're doing they need water and light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably big consumers of it. But what, what, what is the um. What like how do you upgrade it? I mean, you don't. You got to fit a whole new <coughs> kit, I'd say. You'd have all the wiring done. All the uh, you know all the, all, all that'll be ready to go. Possibly. Although, if you're going to upgrade it to yeah. to carry your uh, more voltage, do you need to upgrade the wiring? Or is the wire f or is the cable in future proof? You know depends on what you're building yeah. it's like you know it depends on the builder you're buying from yeah. but i suppose on the same hand anyway it is it is good to see them going into new builds one way or the other mm. um but uh, the the thing about the the uh the tiles um my my concern with this kind of thing is is that when you purchase them tiles and yeah. all that kind of stuff you're not you're putting your you're taking yourself off the grid to some degree is that not a good thing it's a good thing for you. Yeah. But it ain't a good thing for business. Well, come here. If you're buying Tesla tiles, what do you think the chances are those Tesla tiles have every sort of device stuck on them to see what's going on in your life? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But do you, you <coughs> put on the same hand, you've taken it. Like, what happens to the ESB? You know, no, I, 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 going I, down further down the road. You I, know, when, if you think... There'll be a tax. Yeah, the, 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 you see, when the, the, look at... <laughs> Look what happened up the north. The yeah, cash crash. Yeah, there. yeah. Explain that to me though, because okay. I, I, I know I have a fair idea of what was going on, but what like people were basically making big bucks off. Yeah, and that there was some loophole in it somewhere, was there, or was it just not constructed properly, where people were able to literally take the piss? That's a that's a good question. I I I I I don't know enough to yeah the. Yeah, I'm just going to check the coffee. Gus is going to check the coffee. But just give a little outline to the listeners on what that is, the cash No, I'll, I'll do some dear Deirdre. Oh, oh, very good. Jesus very Christ, good. people need to know what's going on in people's yeah, lives. do, do. Go with dear Deirdre. Dear Deirdre. <laughs> dear Deirdre, she answers every letter. For our US listeners, dear Deirdre is um, an agony aunt columnist in, columnist in uh, a, wee, a, a, a daily rag known as The Sun. Um, and actually, for our U.S. listeners, the Sun is a is is a very old paper in the sense that it's an old publication, um, going back to way well, could be thirty or forty years. I don't really know. But 
excuse me, but it made its, n it made its uh, name on page three. It used to have page three girls uh, in, uh, in, 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 just in, in their swimwear, mostly without tops. But, uh, and they were the good days, especially when you were 16 or 17 and, you, you know, you were in a summer job uh, in a warehouse and the sun was there laying around on a daily basis. That was great. But then, of course, the Me Too people came along and uh, the Sun now made sure all its page three ladies had um, were not so scantily clad that one couldn't make out their features. So, back to Dear Deirdre. <coughs> so this girl here, headline, so upset over bedding, over my pal bedding my ex. Oh no. So here we go. My best friend had sex with my ex-boyfriend soon after he dumped me. I was devastated when he broke up with me and my best friend was my rock we are both 20 I gradually get over my ex but I was shocked when another pal had another pal told me my best mate had sex with my ex a fortnight after he, he dumped me I tell you miss uh, he, he wasn't knocking around there and he was probably knocking around before then I confronted her over it and she lied and said the rumor was rubbish I've since heard my ex has admitted it himself she and I are always there for one another but now I see differently and we are both angry. I miss her as a friend. Is there any way our relationship can recover one day? Jeepers. Deirdre just got it out for her now. And she's, a she's snappy. Like she'll just come back in two paragraphs and she'll, get you, she'll set you straight. If you really wanted to, yes. This is Deirdre, by the way. You weren't, <laughs> you weren't still a couple when with your ex when your friend uh, had sex with him. Um, I bet she regrets it. You had no rights over him at that time. So, okay, she, she just spelled up dear. She just goes straight to, the, straight to the point. It's hardly surprising she tried to cover up her tracks when you confronted her, as you caught her off guard. If you miss her as a friend, ask her for coffee and tell her that. Tell her you freaking miss her. She doesn't know. Um, if she apologizes, you may feel able to be mates again. You know what? That's it. Because you're sitting there wondering. Wondering, is she me mate? Oh, sorry. Well, she is if you want her to be. And if you can talk it through, she's your mate. But um, it sounds like she can't reach out to her mate, though. Ah, the blockage is there. It sounds like the blockage of the incident is there, and she doesn't know how to reach out. Wha how do I get out? Just you're really you're you're you're. you're it's like you're. <laughs> it's like doing a bungee jump. Mm. You're standing at the top there. Do you re you want to do this? But but is she your mate really? Is she? They're twenty. Yeah, yeah, true. true you know, true, this shit true. happens. Yeah, it does. Um, and at 20 it's hard to kind of see what uh, what the intentions of another were yeah 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 but that's dear director and, and Gus is back with the coffee yeah and it's a good one it's it a might well be a little bit strong but I was working with unfamiliar I'm going for a pour yeah it's a hang on we get a pour there there we go nice and stretchy it's a little bit strong I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> it's chewy. <laughs> so yeah. where were we? We were on the Tesla tiles. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I like that whole. I like the uh, the idea of it all. You know, if it's uh, oh, in theory, it's great. But you know what? I I was going to touch on with that, right? So we were looking earlier at Tesla's habits, mm. switching off features. Yes, that's correct. That's so, correct. um, what if you buy this house? And somebody sit fitted Tesla tiles on the roof, and you move in. Do you get Tesla power, or did you not pay for them tiles? That's a very interesting question. So you move in, and you've no roof. No, you have a roof because you bought a new, you bought this off. 
you know, I bought this off a, a dude and he loved the Tesla tires, put them on the roof, yeah. he's got juicing all day. Here's the question as well though, is that when Tesla switched off their features, Let's just go tell the people why we were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, actually. So, <laughs> well, what I'm referring to is, um, I, I read I read a piece earlier. I'm just going to reach over here. I have some notes over here. Um, on, a, on, on a chap there in the US of A somewhere. Hang on, I'm just popping this open. And I just get to the headline on this. I like this. Um, just to give the folks an outline. Yeah. Chap, chap in the US bought a Tesla, um, not quite sure what model, at auction. That's gone off this. And the, the Tesla had some features on it, um, autopilot, etc., etc., which were extras for the car. So when the dude purchased the car at auction and got it home, he found that Tesla had switched off these extras. So and that was the autopilot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, w what what the the point was that Tesla had said that they they had not been paid for, but. Uh, a little bit of digging into that was that in fact this was a common occurrence with tesla cars where you could go and purchase a tesla car now you have not purchased the autopilot extra yeah but it's actually built into the car through some error in the order so they found that there was a chain of errors in the order so they had to go uh, basically do a, 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 a stock check essentially to see okay how many cars did we switch on autopilot sure. where it wasn't paid for really? so people were finding then that the features on their car were being switched off but these were features that they'd never paid for in the first place anyway i was there's a, there's a guy on the who's tube who i follow who reads bills as hell mm. with teslas and he seems to be always on, on on the pulse of these things and one of his videos recently was is tesla switching off some of your features yeah um, and this is possibly what he's most yeah, likely referring yeah, to yeah yeah because he had that feat he had that anxiety when he rebuilt um a tesla that had super uh, with a supercharger on it um and he knew he knew that dawn was coming that he, they were going to switch it off yeah um and <laughs> <laughs> microphone issue <laughs> he so uh, that's and then this new video during the week i saw that he pulled he, he published uh switching off features so this is this is what he's talking about then right um and what was it what was his 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 uh no sorry Gus, I, didn't, I didn't watch it oh right. um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, i saw his headline <laughs> <laughs> that was enough <laughs> but back to that then so back to the tiles so if i go down and you put up your house for auction or sale yeah. and you have the tesla tiles in because you're yeah. so techy yeah um i ramble in and say gus love and chalk like in the roof that's super i'll take this off you yeah so you move out and I move in. Well, I get, you know, a knock on the door or, or just not even anything. I just have no juice three months later. No, you come home to no roof. <laughs> <laughs> they just send a lad around to take the roof yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. So but what's their get out then? What's the, is there... Is well, we don't know with the roof. We were just bullshitting with the roof. But, but with but the car. With the car. You see, uh, you seem to side with it, aren't no, you? No, 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 not at all. I see what they're talking about. In the sense where, okay, you could buy a laptop and you have Adobe Photoshop. Mm. And your Adobe Photoshop is, it's a cloud application, right? I fire up the laptop and you've already logged in. You've right. You keep me logged in or something. Hooked up. Shit, Gus, I think I know where this is going. Go on. <laughs> so uh, basically then, because you're, pay you're, you're paying for the Adobe laptop, um, Photoshop, I, I don't really own that, but I can use it because you've left it logged in. 
but not anymore, right? Because uh, Adobe's cloud-based now. Yeah, but as long as you've left it logged in, when I fire up the laptop, it's it, there forever. It's there for me to use until you go and use it somewhere else and disable it from yeah. my laptop. So, the thing, my thinking is then, with Tesla, are they going to open up some sort of subscriber profile where you, you know, I'm going off to get a Tesla, right? I need to set up a user account and subscribe 60 bucks, 70, 100 bucks a month. I want this, this, and this on my car. Go down to the Tesla lab and get, I'll get the Model X. Log in on your Model X, mm. upload your profile. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think you can do that as it is. Stop. I think you can do that with some features on it. But I, I would say that's the way to go. Is yeah. go subscription based all the all the extras all the features in the car, you know. Yeah. So you're driving along autopilot and it's Tuesday afternoon five pm. Yeah. You know. You direct to have a bounce. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you're in a wall. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to breaking. <laughs> Your subscription has been <laughs> defaulted to recovery. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, it's wrong though, really, because I mean, he, as you were saying that we were talking about that earlier, um, where the chap is buying the car, you know, he's walking into auction and surely all the all the features of the car are listed in the auction yeah. price for the car, etc, etc. And whatever them features are, autopilot being the feature in case here, um, I'm going to bid on this. This has autopilot. Yeah. I love the autopilot. Yeah. You know, the autopilot is part of the car. I l like uh, you know sitting beside it is a bmw 7 series classic with a leather interior the leather mm. interior is extra so bmw going to come down and strip out the leather interior but on top of that is a tesla going down to the guy that originally owned the car and hand him back his autopilot feature <laughs> <laughs> or a check for eight grand yeah you know so like imagine then right you know you, you know have lecky windows all around and everything you're mm. in the showroom you know yeah and uh you you tr you're driving out the door <laughs> and lecky windows are not on the standard features so no. they, they switch off them and the winders pop up, pop out of the doors and <laughs> yeah you've got windy windows in your life <laughs> windy <laughs> that's a lot of money to spend <laughs> it's technically genius though it's great yeah, isn't yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> just the pop out of the door the winders because yeah, like he didn't subscribe i like it <laughs> people will go Oh my God! Thinking of old school, so one of the guys, the, the one of the guys at the meeting yesterday, yeah, earlier in the week we were we were getting ready for the meeting, yeah, um, flip phone, wow, for real, a Nokia, no, some sort of Samsung thing, old school, oh, was old it? school keypad, yeah. but a new new buy, yeah, yeah, keypad, yeah, and a color screen, right, you know the old the original but was it an Android. Not really, no. Or did it just have very basic Android features on it, possibly? I think it had terribly basic, like you know, like he's that's that's his um that's his Bermudian cash phone. Not that end. Possibly, mm. possibly. Mm. Yeah. Would you agree? <laughs> I. Do you know what? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> he's a well-spoken man. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, I need to get back into late Tesla because I'm really, uh, you know, they've got some crazy shit going on. Um, so yes, Tesla launched four vehicles 
in its 16 year history and now has four vehicles for the next four years but i said that the last day as well didn't i or did i they've launched in their 16 year history they've launched four vehicles right what were they they had the i don't know do you remember the uh you know the vx220 here's, here's a question frank they've launched four vehicles in their 16 year history how many vehicles have they announced in their 16 exactly history? exactly the taxis we're all waiting on the new taxis yeah, that are going to yeah, flood new york yeah, or whatever yeah. but do you remember the the um lotus elise yeah do you remember the, the battery version of that yeah 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 um they had that so then they had um they had a a mod the model s the model x and the model thing now they have the small thing yeah that's four vehicles mm. yeah yeah i'm with you the model s the new small model thing car right you know the one no looks awful yeah they all do okay and then the model x <laughs> the, the model x the jeepy thing yeah yeah <coughs> they ha i've heard people state them about the launch the number of cars that they're proposing to launch but here's what's interesting i am um, i had it over here well it, it is worth bearing in mind that there's they have a proposed four vehicles but they are you know they're they're listen to this that they've got their factory in china which it might open someday after it, it has opened it has oh, reopened oh really and since it's reopened the price of stock has surged nine percent wow it's freaking me out that's why it's nine hundred dollars at the moment yeah, yeah because yeah. i had a when i was doing some research back earlier in the week um it sat at 804 on wednesday the 13th of feb here's a question did you notice any change in the stock price then since um the factory issue there in germany just to, just to no but our listeners in on that um they've an suv and battery plant the, they're building this in germany uh for to manufacture suvs and batteries um they're clearing some forests and woodland and oh shit yes you were saying that yeah yeah um to for for basically for the construction of the factory and um there was big big environmental protests over it so they had to launch production for it or sorry halt production um or yeah but the build for the factory but um, there in the last couple of days, the German government feels that was, you know, good to go, carry on doing your yeah. thing. And a lot of it looks more like Germany wanting Tesla on board. And if, have, you know, if we don't let this go ahead, you know, it's going to look bad for Germany. We need the business because, yes. you know, Germany are, are oh, they're, they're teetering on recession. Am I wrong in saying that? No, Germany are under financial pressure at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the cause of it is. I haven't looked too much about it. But there's been a lot of talk recently about uh, fun in economic slowdown in Germany, yeah. big economic. But um, even even at that, like. But I I would imagine um you know there would be certainly some economic repercussions for Germany with uh, Britain pulling out of EU. Maybe that's what the cause of it is. Yeah. Maybe that's it. You see, I think this 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 whole Brexit thing is um. It seems to be causing a bit of a, a, bit, a bit of anarchy of some sort socially. Is there not a bit of an uplift in people kind of being a bit more vocal, a bit more kind of um, protesty? I don't know what you're getting at there, really. It's this pro and uh, uh, two and four Brexit, Brexit yeah, thing. Yeah. And I think because Brexit's gone through, those that are positive on Brexit seem to have a bit more momentum behind them. Well, they do. Of course they do. Because, they, you know, it, it was hanging in the balance for so long. Well, well, maybe not hanging in the balance, but the, 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 
the follow through of, of actually getting Brexit done, as Boris mm. was saying, um, was, you know, it was pushed back and pushed back and pushed back a number of times. So th- there was always that um, lingering possibility of this going back to the public and another vote happening. Mm. Um, and it's, it's certainly because the, the Brexiteers, I hate that. I hate oh, any, why? Any you use that term. I, I hate any of those terms, even the word Brexit. But anyway, but it's certainly it, it, in the minds of those that were for it, you know, they were they were all you know they were always being vilified in the press, vilified in the you know in in yeah. any conversation to do with it. Um, but now that it's happened, it certainly would have given them you know a boost in their you know their beliefs, and therefore yeah. you know now we can be a bit more vocal because now it's happened. Now you those those of you who are against it. You have to deal with it. It's I here, wonder, you know? is that the anxiety in Germany? Is that they're not going to get the right, they're not going to be able to get trade deals that suits them. Yeah. Um, and that's probably the industry and anxiety yeah. as well. Yeah. But also, not forget, let's not forget the corona, coronavirus. 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 Yeah. Is causing a lot of problems in supply chains as well. Mm. So there's a lot of manufacturing in Germany for mm. the cars, and that they're having problems getting some kit for that. Well, Jaguar was suffering with that. Jaguar was sending uh, parts across. China in suitcases yeah. in luggage like mm. you know um, but say, uh, how did they get through customs with that well the luggage would have been wouldn't be carrying the virus no but customs as in duties and so it's probably costing them all kinds of money yeah you know and, and, but it, it, it's it's I'm sure it's a case of either we get this stuff over or we lose X amount you know because production is halted but they, they, I mean, it could be things like little bolts and washers. Yeah, That's nothing I mean, major. I was, read, I was reading that, like, yeah, it could be the smallest component that could halt production on a, you know, uh, for for weeks, months. Yeah. And a suitcase full of those components <laughs> could probably cost them <laughs> ten bucks to send over in luggage. <laughs> you know, so. It, but the other thing about the Brexit as well is though is um, is company law and you know employer liability uh, and conforming with you know companies in the uk that have uh, staff working in the eu in, in ireland etc they're all having to comply with company law on for the the area that their their employee is working and you had this issue recently. i had this issue recently where because you joined pre-break uh, you you signed up i joined a company um that is based in the uk and I'm working for that company that's based in the UK, but I'm based here in Ireland and I have to be paid under Irish law. Um, and my working conditions have to conform with Irish law. If this had happened a month ago before Brexit, both companies are, sorry, the, the company I'm working for would be complying with EU law, which Irish law, uh, w- uh, company law would also be complying mm. with. So they'd be complying with the same law. Um, so therefore there'd be no issue with me having to work. But now they had to make sure that when it retracts back to uh, British law versus Irish law, that they're, um, that my working conditions are conforming with Irish uh, law. So there was actually, mm. you know, there was about two weeks of a hold up there for um, paperwork and that to be c- confirmed and pushed through yeah. just for me, for one employee. So I, I imagine that there's a, lot, there's a lot of issues like that now raising their heads for a lot of companies across, across the, uh, across ireland and, and the uk you and, know and, and, and on my own occupational career and a particularly boring point of tax um i was at a seminar there on friday and uh, just glossed over the continuing um tax uh, breaks and tax rules 
that were cross-border with Britain and complied mm. with the EU, as you say. So um, there would be historical tax deals between UK and Britain before EU, and that would have been sanctioned by the EU. So there was like, oh God, there must have been 30 or 40 different tax, heads, uh, tax uh, laws that were going to continue until the end of this year. Yeah. Which may mean they'll be revised on the 1st of January 2021. Okay, so that's going to make for really, really difficult accounting. Yeah, it's, it's going to be bookkeeping and ta um, tax tax returns, etc. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the crazy. year. Yeah, like at the like at the so now like um, anyone in the EU now who, who's going to the gone to the UK or trading with the UK is going to be like a US citizen, say trading yeah. with the UK. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that's uh, because they wouldn't have some of these kind of cross border historical reliefs that we would have with the UK. Yeah. Um, so mainland Europe now, those guys like, like again back to Germany. People did the, the, the economics of Germany, where they would have trade deal, uh, they would have, there would be uh, businesses trading with the UK on a regular basis. Now they have to go back and consider, we're foreigners now. Yeah, and th would that then also impact somewhat then on you know a deal I have with your company, um, where that is a great deal that I have with your company, while you're in the EU yeah but now that you've moved out of the EU and all these uh, the changes will happen with the tax laws etc mm. etc et is there a possibility then that that deal that I had with you up to that point if we retain the same deal but then conform that deal with all the tax issues yeah does that deal is it possible that that some that now that deal is not really a great deal for us possibly anymore? yeah so I don't think we're going to be doing business Th there could be an issue like that like for instance say um like the, the vat issue is an, is, a, is a bit very basic mm. one e intra eu vat is where vac uh people registered for vat trade with each other in the eu in within the eu so germany and france ireland germany uh, one of the things if you're doing a big trade like it's it's very useful because what it means is you exchange vat numbers you don't charge vat mm -hmm. so you could be doing a trade 100 grand a month at 23 percent so that's why that stops twenty three thousand euro out of your cash flow yeah so you don't have to lay that out and wait for two months later or or whatever so like that that could be really suited to a business and then they just mightn't have that flexibility to do that deal because they might all they might they could have um they could have like if when you were trading with the uk you could have had a currency variation that you just couldn't afford to mm. finance and now you have to finance that currency variation and put twenty three thousand euro on the table to, co to cover the, the vat element which you'll get back in your next vat return which is fine okay after a period of time it'll start to wash itself out but you it have to get over that bridge first yeah you have to get over that bridge as well but also it just um it just makes it very clean to do it that way. We're yeah. not having to deal with that VAT element. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That could cause a problem. Um, but there could be other things like corporation tax and things like that that might affect you if you have a UK-based company where you might have been pulling them profits into or, or pulling them out of. Yeah. Or uh, then you have um, other issues like that might be capital expenditures that you could have claimed relief on when you're when you're in the UK or through an EU law. Now you're in the UK and do you have to conform? Can you only claim them capital allowances? in the uk unit there and they're not transferable over to your eu companies and mm. things like that so what stuff like that that i can see you're checking out of well, and stuff no like no that. not really it wasn't no I, um what i was actually thinking to myself was just just let me run through there because um i wanted to mention um while we were on tax and stuff like that and bringing it back to cars because it is talking hands and cars not the finance oh my god this the, the nox tax fair sorry goes the nox tax on cars 
Well, I wasn't going with that, but interesting you bring that up as well. But uh, what I was just going to throw out there was um, that uh, Fiat thing there that I mentioned. Oh, I was looking at Fiat. So we were look. I looked at this. As, this is where Fiat have a a, a tax issue with with the Italians, um, for about thirty three billion, I think it was, in back taxes. That's an old case that it, that came up some time ago. Right. Um, and there were some appeals done on it, but. I couldn't find this current story you were talking about on well, that. Well, may- maybe that's what it was. The uh, the appeals ruling was what the story was. If the appeals were put in, because I, I do remember something like that about this back in the summer of 2019. I remember something about the... That's when it was, it was September. So the appeal was probably what the, 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 the piece of news that I mm. heard was. Um, but uh, w- what I do know is that uh, the piece of news told me that it was certainly that they were they, they were going to be sticking their hand in their pocket. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, and, it, 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 I c- and I always got the feeling that Fiat are the kind of company that's always got teetering on the brink. Yes. You know? Well, they're Fiat Chrysler. Like, so they're GM owned. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Um, they, they have been one of those companies, a bit jaguar never really making big money compared to, say, Volkswagen or Mercedes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, no, the Knox tax. Uh, bring mm. that on. Oh, that's, the Knox that, tax. That's right. That's gonna kill, kill the industry. So for the, the U.S. industry, I mean, U.S. Ca- ca- listeners, um, there's there's what's called when you bring a car into Ireland, you've got a couple of taxes to consider. So you're gonna have VAT, value added tax. You're gonna have VRT, vehicle registration tax, and you may have a CO2 tax as well, carbon dioxide tax. But now what you have is a nitrogen oxide tax, a NOx tax. <coughs> so on their own VAT, VRT and CO2 are penal enough as it is one of the most horrific things about VA, VRT is so let's first for simple things right so say you br- you're bringing a car in um, you br- or n- what happens is in, 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 in Ireland a lot of people go to the UK to get a car because you've got a huge market over there the cars in the UK are, are much better spec as a basic car compared to when they land in Ireland because of VRT for one reason um, so car people, um, even family guy, he might go over to the UK, get a wagon, you know, get a, some sort of family bus, bring it over. And he would have done that quite regularly, but up and uh, up even, I think even maybe 2010, 11, 12 was a really big year for that because the currency was so favorable. Mm. Um, but even traders now, traders do it all the time. Cause again, the stock is great. You can get really good stock. Um, but yeah, so say you went over, um, and, uh, you're buying, I don't know. You, you you bought a BMW 3 Series standard car, um, and you paid. Let's just stick it into one. We'll just stay with one currency. So yeah. just to for, for basics. So you say you paid ten thousand euro for it. So you bring it over. You you land it. You have twenty four hours next business day to VRT it. So you go to your VRT office, being your vi- vehicle registration tax office. So you they they in the in the office. The girl, sorry, the operator will check what revenue have for that market value of the car so let's just assume it's ten thousand as well so it just just for clarity uh the revenue here in ireland have their own market value for cars doesn't matter what you're getting it on the second hand market that does not come into it they have decided what value the car is although they've never sold a car in their life mm. <laughs> so um so on that right so your car is ten thousand euro so because it's a second hand car you don't pay the VR- vat on it right if it was a new car and you brought it in, you'd pay v- you'd pay VAT, VRT. Well, now just to show you what happens when you bring a brand new vehicle in, you buy it off the forecourt. It's ten thousand euro, uh, s- uh, 
XVAT. So you're going to stick 23% onto that. So now it's 12,300. Now you're going to charge VRT on that. So you're charging VRT on the 2,300 euro VAT element of your car. And say it's a good car, so it's going to be 33% VRT. So now you're going to lump that onto it. And whatever them sums are, say it's 16,000. I didn't realise this though. Yeah. So that little, that little trick there, that's, that's filthy. Isn't it it's insane? Filthy. Because the value of the car is what the VRT is supposed to be charged on. Yeah. So the value of the car at the time, you, I mean, could you pay the VRT before you pay the VAT? No, because the VRT cannot be calculated until you have the VAT on your car. Because that's how the, var how the VRT is calculated. I'm <laughs> fighting with my mic stand here, everyone. Just fighting with it. I'm chasing it. Why don't you just lower yourself? <laughs> <laughs> just tip it up a bit more. So, yeah. So it's kind of hanging down. The VRT uh, figure is, on is only computed based on the VAT yeah. inclusive what, what, figure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's nuts. So now you have that, right? Yeah. So, uh, oops, that's just. <laughs> I can't see you now. You see. You know I'm here. Oh, that's <laughs> no, really okay. So then, um, so then the VRT element. So now you have the VRT. So say it comes to sixteen grand. I don't have a calculator, so you can calculate an email and tell me how what the correct figure is. Uh, Talkinghounds and cars at gmail dot com. Talkinghounds and cars at gmail dot com. Now you have. So you've dealt with your VAT. You dealt with your VRT. You have to deal with your CO2. I, I, I'm not really sure what the computation of that is. That's, that's, a, that's a, it's usually a couple of hundred euro. Yeah. But now you have your NOx. Yeah. So your NOx is ba has a scale, right? And it's based per gram or per milligram per 100 kilometers, say. Right. So not to 10 milligram is five euro. Right. Okay. So not to 0.1, say. Not to yeah. 0.1 milligram is five euro. Point one to point one five is ten euro. Point one five plus is twenty five euro, right? So if you've got a car that has point eight milligrams, so your first point one to to not point one is five. So now you need to get to eight. You point one, point one to point one five is where is five euro. So now you're uh, so that's ten euro. Mm. So now you have point two five. So you're at twenty five euro. Yeah. Um, and then you have shit I can't well remember the band rates don't really matter they do no they to, to, to explain to the listener what's going on okay I'm sorry let's just scrub the band rates okay because <laughs> I go <laughs> I just fell around them there for about 20 minutes okay okay no wait hang on <laughs> no I've got this it's like this <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> There's people out there scribbling this down. And it's just, <laughs> oh wait, hang on, as he start again. <laughs> Why the fuck is this? <laughs> okay, so this matter. But here's the kicker. Here is the kicker. Petrol cars. Yeah. If you don't have your certified NOx rate, it's a flat fee six hundred euro. Right. Diesel cars. If you do not have your certified NOx rate, it is four thousand eight hundred and fifty yeah. euro. Yeah. And this is across the board so what happens to me right i'm paddy down the road paddy's car sells Hell i have know. a lot full of cars out there yeah so um back in september everything you know mm. i was ro i was selling my cars and that's, yeah. that's grand what's happened now to paddy paddy if you haven't registered that vehicle before the first of jan you're on the knox rates right so if i now take a car off you 
as a trade-in um and that car is you know a, a bog standard diesel volkswagen passat 1.9 mm. 2011 is it irish red it's irish red yeah um is there a nox there's no retrospective nox registration right i there's no you don't have because the vehicle you don't it's no it won't hit your when you go to renew the tax or anything like that you won't get it no yeah it's all on first registration yeah. how did they introduce this law they slipped it in yeah and so what happened to tons and tons of second-hand car dealers across the country they slipped it in on a friday night just after last order <laughs> at the ball bar <laughs> <laughs> didn't really tell anybody no and monday morning rolled around and nobody really knew then a couple of days passed and suddenly car lot owners found that they had cars sitting out in their lot that they had stinking big bills for now yeah. because they weren't registered totally so that's part of hence why i'm kind of glad i got my uh limo in did, october yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <coughs> but it's going to make it very difficult now though isn't it um for important cars with that extra tax it yeah. will it, older cars yeah but yeah. you look at the shite they're pumping out Fergus they're, they're, they're saying these cars are low emissions and all that and mm. uh, and you know the Volkswagen crap mm. they, it'll just come back again yeah but sure they pushed the whole country to buy diesel cars for about 10 years I know telling them, telling them they were cleanest things you could get and, and bored gosh yeah and, and, now now and now they're being barred from cities left right and centre but not only that like think of the think of the 80s and 90s get the gas into the house get the gas into mm. the house do you remember that yeah 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 yeah. now yeah. there's a carbon dioxide tax on that yeah yeah because it's true. a fossil fuel you shouldn't be burning fossil fuels yeah. what are you doing well, that for yeah exactly but you told me to get the gas pipes in yeah well we were you know what that's shit now <laughs> Aston Martin I s what's going on in Aston Aston are they Aston. not paying their bills no 2021 Aston Martin F1 racing what now 2021 uh, is it going to be an aston martin series uh, no it's an aston martin um f1 car oh would well, you so see they're on the back of red bull you see racing point f1 racing point and they took over force force india okay so they are aston martin essentially force india uh do you know who the, do you know that team do you know yeah, what oh that yeah, team? yeah 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 vj singh ran that really Golf and VJ. No, sorry, not VJ Singh. <laughs> VJ. Singh. <laughs> 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 that's a strange combination. Did you see? Some other VJ dude, but he is under massive scrutiny for um for 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 tax dodge, yeah. ropey deals, dodgy loans and shit. Okay, okay, yeah, that's awesome. A lot of those guys. Ah, look at Bernie Eccleston. Yeah, is he? Exactly. Is he? Yeah, yeah. But there's um yeah Lawrence. Stroll uh, is the Lance. Well, I got Lawrence actually. His name is Lance Stroll. All right. Well, I was seeing Lawrence. Um, but where I where I was reading, but I'm sure you're probably right. Mm. I got it on the internet. Um, Racing Point F1. Yeah. So what's going on there is he's, he's put pumping 500 million into them. Lance into Stroll. In, into Aston Martin Lagunda. Sorry, Lance Stroll. Yeah. <laughs> put five big ones in. Yeah. Um, and Lagonda. Yeah. And uh, after <coughs> the, the, then the Lagonda, I think they're raising the other another five hundred mil through you know shareholders, etc., etc. Um, but yeah, so what will happen is Racing Point F one then in twenty twenty one, it's going to become Aston Martin F one. I wonder will that bring teams like BMW back? I'd love that. Oh man, I'd love that. Do you know who used to drive for BMW? Ralph Schumacher. Yeah, 
Mick's oh, brother. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember him on the. Uh, I remember I, him yeah. on the racing. Like he, he was always a mid-tier racer, but he was. You know, he was solid. Him. That's what I mean. No, I mean that's no, that's the thing. Like, I always kind of liked. He never felt in the shadows. He never got the like. I suppose it was a different commentary then. Yeah. It was yeah. like where you have Sky now. They'd probably be like, "Why isn't yeah. Ralph as quick as his brother? Yeah, you know, yeah, his yeah. brother said he's just not that quick because yeah. he's got two left feet. And you know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, but it, it, no, in those days, it was about the racing. And that was the 90s, Gus. That was the 90s. Early noughties. Yeah. We fueled it. (laughs) 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 But even back before they had the the super fast pumps, when they had the jerry cans. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Guys tripping over tires. (laughs) 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 Trying not to spill. (laughs) While the fag is in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's racing. But yeah, there you go. Anyway, um, so but what brought me round to that? Who's driving for them? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There was it was more <laughs> about the, the finances, um, the article I was reading. But what brought me to that what? was I was looking for a classic car. <coughs> what Aston were you looking for? I was <coughs> I wasn't looking specifically for an Aston. I was looking for a classic car to 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 take a look at. Um, have you got your fly pad with you? No? I have a flea pad here. Yeah, I have no internet on it. Oh, um, tr- throw up, see if mine's floating around. Um, so that brought me to the Aston Martin Lagonda. Oh, I was going to ask you, do you know the Lagonda? Oh, do you know this before oh, this? I I knew this car. Is I amazing. Knew this car. I saw it on Baggett Street a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's just so <laughs> it's something to look at, isn't it? You can't unsee. <laughs> <laughs> folks, <laughs> folks, Google the Aston Martin Lagonda. Just, just have a look at this thing. It's incredible. Uh, it the, the, if you don't, you, the US guys might you go, you might know it in the US. Uh, if you're if you're a car kind of guy, you might. But uh, the Lagonda actually was um, one of the things the Lagonda was was kind of inspired for was as as a, as a royals vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's apparently what kept it alive. Was, yeah, because uh, Queenie was running around in one. What and the um. A lot of the, you know, the sheiks and oil barons and all that, they all would have bought into it big time because it was so goddamn expensive. It must be good. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the crazy sheiks, the Sultan of Bunai has been, um, I was, I, 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 was I, I talked about the F40 before. Mm. Uh, the Sultan of Bunai was, um, it's turned out that. There's a guy that w- when they were de- designing the F40, there was a guy in there um, that worked in Ferrari, and he was he wasn't in the design team of uh, he was I think he was in some sort of production team to do with the F40, or he just left thereafter. But he got he took an order from the Sultan of Brunei for nine F40s, um, two F40 LMs, and I think uh, incl- plus the nine. So. I th- and in addition to that, in the nine, I think two of them were right-hand drive and three, the other seven were left-hand drive. But there were specific colors and everything put out they, they had in them as well. And that what, makes that, what makes that unique is that all the F40s were all wrestle red. They mm. were never any other color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he took that order, and these cars have turned up in the last couple of years. And there's no miles on them. Not one. Like only garage miles. Yeah, yeah. And well, being a sultan of Brunei, being how pinnickety they would be, 
these cars were continuously maintained. He bought a f- like he, he had with them parts delivered with the cars, like say alternators, water yeah. pumps, and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So with it. the cars were always in in a standing state where he could walk out and drive them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. it was twenty years from now. Right, that's money. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to service a car I never drive. I might drive it. And of course, he had a, cu- a couple of the right-hand drives were in the UK. You see, for uh, we got and how have they turned up? Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. That's a good question. Um, how have they t- research? Because people have been talking about these through through uh, the car kind of world as as um, myths. These cars were a myth, mm. but I think through the guy that worked in the guy that worked in Pininfarina. He didn't work in Ferrari. He worked in Pininfarina. He took the orders because uh, Pininfarina would be the coach builder. And when was that? Like, ninety mid eighties, mid eighties. Yeah, on the on the on the well, the the the, 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 the during, F4 the, during the production of it. Yeah, the yeah. F forty came out in eighty seven, wasn't it? Yeah, so isn't that what I said? Um, I was. I have. I could go back to my notes in the historical yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, to yeah. refer to that now. Um, but he took them on on launch. He ordered, booked them, and ordered them on launch. But this guy has since retired from Pininfarina, and I think he's been. Uh, because of, uh, uh, journalists have regularly s- s- kind of snooped around this story, and yeah. I think he ca- he um, he he came clean about it. Yeah. Not that he was behind the door. I don't. It's just no, but it's fine. Confidentiality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but because the rumors have been mounting and mounting, you know, eventually the story cracked. Yeah, and where have they resurfaced? Oh, sorry, they've resurfaced in truth. Oh, oh right, but the cars haven't actually... No, the cars, sorry, that's but, misleading, but the sto- yeah. But the, but the story has been confirmed. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, so right, I've yeah. really misled every listener yeah, there. Have, they're, yeah. going, they're probably getting yeah. ready to get a flight. Yeah, those, uh, US yeah cancel those yeah. bookings. No, no. <laughs> 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 but um, uh, it's poor old Tesla, I didn't get back to say Tesla. Well, I'll come back to that later because I wanted to talk about my class. Sorry, do you want to talk more about the Aston Martin Legato? No, I was just uh, what I was, I was just throwing it out out there because um of the the F one thing there as well, you know. Well, um, I I don't have much on the Legato there in terms of the history of the car, but all I just say is you can't unsee it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so low, it's below my knee length. Like you stand on the front front of that car at the ra- at the front yeah. nose of that car, it's 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 below your knee. Yeah. It's it, 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 it like it's beggar's belief. It, well, that could be road legal. It's beggar's belief <laughs> for a start, like you know. Have pop up headlights though. Yeah. Um. But I I would say that uh, that that car like you look at that car and you see a lot of the, the there is a, a bit of an American kind of design in there, in in this the, the basically the dimensions of it. Cadillac. Yes. 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 Exactly. So I would say that it was possibly, you know, it's something that the American audience would m- m- more than likely be familiar with. Possibly, but they wouldn't touch it because it's a, it's it's British built and it'll just oh. be a nightmare. Oh to yeah. Get well, well, that was the thing with that. They spent all their money on the on the electronics on that car, and they still didn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was electric. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It, it was like it, 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 it was like a Saturn ship of some sort. But um, that was like that, and uh, what other car was a massive night? My car, classic car of the week, is a bit of a nightmare. The nine two eight. That was. <coughs> Excuse me. I get that was um. <coughs> yeah, the Porsche nine two eight is is what I'm picking for the nice yeah, car, yeah. like classic car of the week. But in particular, I'm picking a nine two eight GTS. Okay. Just taking a hit of your coffee because yeah. it's going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it is going well. But so the nine two eight, as a lot as a lot of car guys would know, um, was launched in the sight of um, surpassing the nine eleven. So the nine eleven is going to be run out of production, and that became a that became an issue because sales were slumping, and they were also concerned in the U.S., which was the main market for for, for Porsche at this time, um, being nineteen seventies that uh, there was a problem with rear-engine cars in this in this uh chevrolet corvair a chevrolet corvair is a rear-engine car in the us and it was a freaking mare it was so unsafe it was such a fire hazard because um it, when you do a rear-engine car you have to factor in your exhaust and your catalytic converters and all that's all going to be in one space in a very mm-hmm. dense space um and the corvair was just really badly designed and used to blow up into flames awesome. yeah so they were ca- that that was causing problems with the nine eleven sales, and hence uh, a chap called. So uh, just to kind of clarify, it was the the Corvair was giving essentially giving rear engine cars a bad name in the US of A. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't that there was an issue with the Porsche cars. No, it was the just an issue with the image. Exactly, and there was talk in the in, in US with the US legislators to to to. Uh, to make it illegal for a rear engine car because really? of this. Yes. <laughs> so so back in um back in the sixties and, and the seventies, ch- managing director Ernst Fur- Furman uh was banging on Ferdinand Porsche door to build a front engine vehicle, um, a big cruiser, you know, something that would be right in the you know, on the cusp of a cruiser and a sports car that could do all the nine eleven things mm. but in bigger comfort. And um, it, it also because of the fuel issue, they wanted to get something that was more fuel efficient as well. So <coughs> along, so he's he's mad for this. And uh, there was a few kind of I- ideas between uh, rear engine, mid engine, and eventually they, they settled with the front engine, rear drive. So that came up event um, in nineteen seventy one. They had the design study re- finished for the nine two eight, so they had a, a a model they were focused on. Um. But one of the things that was unique about the 928 was it was from scratch, that design. Mm. Because the, the first 911, like the 356, evolved from the Beetle. That's like when, if you see one of the very early 911s, it just looks like a Beetle. It's a yeah. 356. So the first generation. And then the 911 evolved from the 356. And the 924 evolved from an Audi Porsche t- uh, partnership. So that wasn't, the, again, from the ground up, not from the Porsche yeah. design house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the 928 was. Right. So, um, yeah, they came up then with uh, a, 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 a <laughs> so uh, a five li- five liter V eight, lovely, okay, lovely, yeah. putting out three hundred po- uh, three hundred horsepower. What year was this? Um, this is nineteen seventy one. Okay. Um, so Ferdinand Peach wanted the car to use a four point six ninety degree V ten with an eighty eight millimeter bore, um, a derivative of, vi- of, a, of an Audi five cylinder. So, uh, which again was was based on a Volkswagen unit, but the por- but Porsche just wanted a Porsche thing. They just wanted their own build. So um, they went and settled for a resulting an M twenty eight engine. Know nothing about these model numbers on okay. engines, but this is what the this is what the research is saying. Yeah, okay. And um, I'll go with that. But it had yeah. a one twenty two mil bore. Right. Yeah. Okay. Deadly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it used thick aluminium cylinder barrels. Hence, thick aluminium cylinder barrels, hence a lower displacement. Uh, the engine was designed for airflow, and thus the spark plugs were located on the top of the head. Okay. I would have always said a 3.5 spark plug for, for airflow. But, um, but uh, no, I'll go on to what I liked about what I like about the 928. Like the ni- I just, 
I remember when I was uh, training in uh, uh, for uh, as an accountant, I used to uh, always see a nine two eight GPS. Um, just you know where Ulster Bank is on 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 uh, over opposite Tesco's. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, on the corner. On the corner, yeah. it used to be on the other side of the road, parked uh, where FX Buckley is and yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It used to be parked there. It was a nine two eight GPS, and it was black. It was just freaking awesome. I'd see it so much, and I'd be just like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, yeah, it's yeah. just, uh, it, it, the the nine two eight GTS is a much. T- you know the nine two eight, don't you? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine I'm your listener. You know. Okay, you know, do you know that you know the nine four four? Yeah. Okay, so the nine two eight's a bigger. Oh, it's the one with the round, the round lights. Yes, but it's yeah. not a nine six eight. Right. It's not a nine six eight. That's the that's the nine six eight's very much the same size and shape of the nine four four. Yeah. The 928 is a much stoutier car, right. but it also has clear glass pop-up lights. So the, yeah. the lenses are on the front of the body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they sit deep into the body. Yeah. Um, it has a, re- a really wide track on it at yeah. the back in the 928 GTS version. Right. Um, and they are mo- I think the GTS is. It, I don't know if it's if it's um standard as a manual or standard as an auto, mm. but you want it in a manual, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a cruiser. It's like a two plus two. I think I know. I think I know. But uh, uh, do you know where this w- w- secret of my success is? Nine two eight. Yes. Yeah. Um. And uh. So um. This one, the nine two eight GTS, is a five point four. Um. Putting out three hundred fifty, three hundred forty five horsepower. Mm. Um. Bodywork updated with flared re- flared rear fenders and so called cup style mirrors, being like my yeah, mirrors. Yeah. Um. Big black front brakes, significantly larger than the S4 version. There was an S4 version in the 928, which I think was a five liter. Um, a stronger manual gearbox with a different with a differential oil pump and front mounted air cooler. Really nice. I mean, you can bash that fucking yeah, gearbox yeah. up and down. And GTS became available in North America in January '92 in the '93 model with a later model VIN number. These cars with the same parts as the '92 models can be differentiated from the true '93 US models with separate VIN numbers. So what's that saying is, uh, I think. They had it, it came available in North America in '92 as an import, exactly, yeah. and then they had specific in '93 yeah. US models. So was there any difference in terms of power and stuff like that? Because you know the US, they, that's they a find good that like a lot of the US cars are down in power, dialed right back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I wonder. I, I I'd say I'd say then if the, the specific US models, the '93 ones, would be down on power. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you'd want the '92 import if you're a driver. Oh yeah, yeah, all day, all day. Yeah, so that's a big love for what, me. That what's car. What's one of them going at now? They're not cheap, Gus. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I used to look at them all the time, but it breaks my heart now. Like yeah. t- you're talking for a GTS. I think you're talking about thirty five, forty sterling. Yeah. You want to pick up a Lagonda? How much are you getting one for? Eighty. Eight Eighty. But it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I know I haven't seen it yet, but I know. I had a look there for a while when I was looking Shit. at it. Eighty grand. And that was on, that was the only one I could find with a price. The rest were a POA. Wow. You know? They're collectors. Those yeah, things. Yeah, they they're, are, they they're, are, yeah. they're they're they're. You you love to have one just for the just uh, yeah. just to take the eye out of your head. Every now and then. <laughs> it's something you want in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to be struck by yeah. it <laughs> awesome oh, but uh yeah a big love for the nine four nine two eight uh a real a real you know, uh, geez, yeah it's the kind yeah it's the kind of thing that i i, I just 
Like I like the nine six eight. You can get a nine six eight in a club sport, mm. which is a three liter. Mm. Um, and that three liter in the nine six eight is the same as the nine four four S two three liter. Same engine. Same, but yeah, same block. Yeah, yeah. four cylinder. Um, but the G the the nine six eight uh, club sport is a great stripped out car. Mm. It's a freaking great stripped out car. You get them in the they're, they're, they're plenty. You get pick them up in in the UK maybe about fifteen eighteen sterling. Nice. Yeah, nice. it's a, it's a big it's a big chunk like. Um, but you'd get some fun. You get some you fun would. for your buck. You know, and a lot of them would have a at least a half cage in the back, which I always yeah, love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I hate the, I, a full roll cage is awesome. It is, but the freaking kick on the shins every time you get in and out of the car. Yeah, well, yeah, and it it takes the, the any any opportunity of it being a daily out. Uh, yeah, you can't just dive into it and, you know, you thrash it. Yeah, or just take it out for a spin. You know, no. you got to get... Uh, and you're doing this. Yeah, uh, you do. You if you're going full roll cage, you have the six-point harness. Yeah. And then you, you're not just going to Tesco now. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've, I've never driven a 968, actually. I'd, l- I'd love to have a go of it. <laughs> we must put that on our list. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that uh, I always... Like, the interior of the 968 is exactly the same as a 944. Yeah. Full on same car, um, but uh, like the nine two eight is uh, oh the nine two eight cabin is fantastic. It's re it reminds me of a Toyota Supra cabin. I know it, and it's it's that whole it's everything's aimed at your cabin, isn't it? It's aviation. Yeah, it's, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me. Is it that's the, 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 that was all around the Top Gun era. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so many switches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one switch for on, one switch for off. You know, it's <laughs> such a letdown yeah. sometimes because yeah. there's so much. Oh, do the other fellow does. But uh, that's that's my classic car of the week. Nice, 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 nice classic car. Ah, it's a gem. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I think I'm gonna need to do more Porsche classics. But um, so I've been looking for some things that to help and kind of improve our lifestyle, Gus. Yeah. Looking at some inventions. Okay. When I freaking love, <laughs> uh, I come. To, uh, no, I'll do that. That one's a great one. I do. You're, you're very analog this week, aren't uh, you? Well, <laughs> some of these in, <laughs> these inventions are <laughs> pre SMS. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, what we, we, you know, the tie. It's such a multi multifunction well, piece we, of clothing. We've, we've seen, we've seen how well the tie. Flask works. tie. Flask tie. One of the all-time greats. <coughs> you know, flask tie and hat hair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, snorty. Okay, I figured that you could have flask tie if you're on the go. Mm-hmm. But if you're going out at night and you're doing a bit of biz, yeah, you get wallet tie. Oh, you get wallet tie. That's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> that up. Oh my god. Look at the amount of kitty has in there. Fire extinguisher in there. <laughs> wallet tie, people. Okay, so wallet tie is amazing here. He's got a scissors in it. Y- yeah. He's got a It's a bit pointy. Yeah, you go around the old sicker. <laughs> so you tie up your tie in normal fashion. But on the wide part, well, both sides, in fact, you turn it around and you have compartments for like business card. Um, I think you might have a tweezers in the skinny part of the tie. <laughs> and in the, the top part, he's got a scissors. So there's a few many like, multiple compartments here and you can just flip it around. Yeah. You know, if you happen to be, you know, you're in a bar and you know, you're, you're, 
you're you're gonna pay for a couple of drinks. Hang on, I just gotta hear my wallet tight. Yeah. Boom, what gone. Hell? Boom, out. Drinks gone. Yeah. The scissors, though. <laughs> the scissors. <laughs> but uh, the weight of it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got change. Yeah. <laughs> Jingling in your tie. Yeah. <laughs> swing and hit someone. <laughs> Small car. Imagine if you turned around fast enough. I know, like what if a bit of wind caught it and it smacked mm. you in the face with a with what? a twenty pence piece or something? Uh, yeah, but I'm sure you've got a uh, eye ointment in there. You'll be all right. <laughs> That's I did some research, Gus. I know you like to see if you can invest in these inventions. Yeah, uh, yeah. N- no current suppliers. <laughs> <laughs> So That's disappointing. I was too. Yeah, I, I, w- I wanted it to go with my hat here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd be taking off your hat after you use this this bad boy. So, um, something around the house, yeah. something for around the house. Okay. Maybe for a bit of gardening. That's just what I need. <laughs> you need the garden multi tool. Okay. No, <laughs> 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 oh, look at that. So the garden multi-tool f- features like a fe- features a rake. Okay, that's handy. Uh, features a hoe. That's handy. Shovel. That's okay. Spade. To bury a hoe. Because <laughs> <laughs> she robbed your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it also has, um, what's that thing? Shh. For cutting, oh, oh shit, sorry, people. You know, for if you're cutting corn, oh, so, um, a scythe, a scythe, yeah, a murder thing. Look at it. Look at the size of <laughs> it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, exactly, it has a rake. It has a shovel. <laughs> that two people have taken to use it. So it's a Swiss Army knife type thing. But uh, yeah, it's. Huge. Yeah, well, imagine the weight of that. Yeah, it's a huge. It's it's the size of a man. It's man. It's, it's a Swiss it's Army knife the size of a man. But if you're going to be carrying, like, it's yeah, that's genius. It. Where can I get one? <laughs> <laughs> Again, no suppliers to the Republic, Gus. <laughs> I'm beginning to think these aren't real inventions. <laughs> <laughs> Last, our most recent inventions. At least you could purchase them. <laughs> I think in your. I think this is fake news. <laughs> no way. I'm just looking for that money. This is like the dragon's den, goes. I'm looking for it. It's out there. The garden multi tool might be it, though. <laughs> wow. Have you got any sideshow for us? No, I haven't. Oh my god, going to sideshows. I need to come back to Tesla. Yeah. D- the, my interesting side point on Tesla. Yeah. So. When I was looking over the the, 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 the the recall thing, yeah, the reporter put out there is asking Tesla employees to contact him reworking experiences at Tesla. Right. What's he fishing for? Interesting. And did you get any more than that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just starting rumours. <laughs> I hear they're making diesel cars. <laughs> <laughs> I hear all them cars are diesel. 
What's the what's the how many minutes are we in? Um, we're in Jesus, we're we're in a, we're an hour and ten minutes in. Oh, gross! No way. Yeah. What about my hotel horrors? No, we can keep it till next week if you want. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole week's story. Well, that's what we're doing. okay. It's hotel horror special next week then. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um. Well, th- I think that's will we close there. it there? Well, that's up to you. Ah, yeah, don't flog a dead horse here. Like, people yeah. people don't, you know, as we've talked before, we don't want to waste more of their time. Yeah, okay. Um, episode 7, Talking Hands and Cars. It's been great to be here again. Oh, thanks for coming back, Gus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been great. We've, we've missed you. Yeah, next week, we want some inventions we can purchase. You know, Look I have my hat here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very happy with it. The Amazon drone dropped it off last week. <laughs> Okay, look, 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 thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, I'm, I'm welcome along to our new listeners. I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, we're mostly a weekly show. For the, 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 um, so we do, you know, if we skip a week, yeah, it ca- that can happen from time to time. But ordinarily, we're a weekly show with this type of chat, just whatever I can t- slander Tyler about. And uh, some not m- inventions of the week. Okay, you might be able to purchase them, but I'm giving you inspiration there. Get out there and make that garden multi-tool. Make it work for you. Get your wallet tie. Make sure your hoe doesn't steal it, and you won't need your garden multi too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wise conclusion. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Looking forward to catching up with you next week. Thanks a mil.